police in the morning. An army of terrorist mercenaries led by Soviet agent Rostov catches America unprepared and makes it a war zone from sea to shining sea. Only one man can stem the rising tide of violence. Retired agent and martial arts expert Matt Hunter, leading the United States Army into guerrilla warfare on its own turf. Hunter won't stop until every last bazooka-wielding enemy is taken out. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. We review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So, here we are returning for week four of March, and this year it means men are rigid, chiseled Herculeans. I think we um, have a winner pretty early in this one. Well, you know... This week, we're taking a look at a film starring none other than the legend himself, Chuck Norris. Hell yeah. With the 1985 feature, Invasion USA. So, you heard what the Amazon description had to say. Let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. Paul, what do you want first? I said we should start with the top first. Oh, joy. Go ahead, man. All right. So, number three. During one of the early scenes in this movie... The main antagonist is introduced by bashing some woman's face into into a desk after while she's snorting coke, shooting some shooting some sleazy drug dealer in the dick, and throwing someone out a window. It was pretty badass. I mean, Chuck Norris is easily the most badass character in the entire film, but I gotta hand it to the Russian guy. He was he definitely had his moments. I mean, but not not cool, man. You you don't shoot a guy in the dick. That is true, but you know. Dirty Russians. Certainly uh, got the message across. Number two. Even during his downtime, Chuck Norris is a total badass. When he's not chopping down wood with his pet armadillo, he's wrestling alligators in the swamps of Florida. But when it's time to throw down, he's driving trucks through malls, beating the shit out of drug dealers and terrorists alike, and single-handedly causing more destruction than one man should reasonably be able to do. He's literally a one-man army. He's basically Rambo's more badass older brother. I mean, he even states at one point, remember, I always work alone. Hell yeah. And number one, there's so much over-the-top action and unnecessary explosions. None of it even makes any sense. It just kind of happens, and it's just great. And the fact that it's done completely unironically just makes it all the better. Like, there's no reason why, you know... The Russians should be blowing um, buildings up with rocket launchers and shit, or just you know bombing literally everything. But you know, why not? And Chuck Norris just walks around, and explosions happen. It, it's just a, a total mess, but it's glorious. So for me, number three, this movie doesn't believe in a plot. It just skips from action sequence to action sequence, and you know what? It's all the better for it. I feel like if they tried to have more of a plot or if they would explain things, like, it would just lose its charm. Number two, the action sequences in themselves and explosions, explosions everywhere. I mean, you've got shootouts in malls, shootouts at the local Mexican club, like, everywhere that the movie goes, shootouts and explosions. It's amazing. It's a typical Tuesday for Chuck Norris. Bringing me to number one, Chuck Norris himself being all badass and shit, single-handedly undermining and taking out all the Russians in the Russian invasion. You know, by proxy, you know, he, he set up the ambush and, you know, got them all down. He basically stopped the entire Russian army himself. I mean, there were some military guys there, but 
they really didn't do much, and I kind of felt like they were just there to like witness Chuck's uh, glory. And <laughs> they were there so their witness. So the like. Russians didn't run away from Chuck, because that's the only way to survive. They were there to bear witness to our but, Lord and Savior. But even if they did run away, I mean, he could just, you know, instant transmission and teleport around and just kill them at will. I mean, because he did that in half of the movie. He's just kind of there. Like, when there's, when there's some drug dealer or terrorist, like, doing something, he's just there. When they go to shoot him, he's gone. And then it, he's right there to kick him in the face again. Like, he, he, the guy can teleport. He's and his fantastic amazing. one-liners. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can't forget about one-liners. Well, I, th- I think we've... You know, talked about what was good. How about the bad? Let's let's talk about the bottom three. What do you got, Paul? All right. So, at the beginning of the film, there was of course the typical "he's just one man." How how could you fear only one man? Line that's in almost every action film of this sort, and you know it's just there so that the villains underestimate the main character and his skills after, like right before he kicks their asses. Though this movie kind of subverted that when the main Russian guy decides to blow up Chuck's house with a rocket launcher. But did he really think a rocket launcher could actually harm Chuck Norris? What an idiot. He couldn't even kill Chuck Norris's pet armadillo. I know, right? That armadillo must have, like, gained some of Chuck's um, badassery and just walked, out, walked away from that un- unharmed. Though it would have been great if um, the armadillo had died and Chuck just goes on a rampage to avenge his pet armadillo. <laughs> John Wick, Chapter Zero. <laughs> Learn that Chuck Norris is actually Sean Wick's um, father. Your father. <laughs> oh my God, that needs to be the next John Wick movie. <laughs> Number two, the villains started out as drug dealers, and suddenly they're leading an entire army of Russian invaders onto the coast of Florida. I mean, I'm glad to see they got a promotion after a job well done, but that's one hell of an escalation. Which leads me to number two. For some reason, the dastardly Russian invaders decided it's a good idea to go around just blowing up random suburbs and just fucking, like, blowing everything up with a rocket launcher. Like, they weren't at all subtle, and that's, that's all well and good, but what the hell was their plan? I mean, I know they were trying to spread fear and disarray across the nation, but... Why? What was their end goal? Like, you never learn anything about it except they're evil and Russian. So for me, number three, at one point in the movie, they arrest Chuck Norris for killing too many terrorists. It's not even like fake cops as like terrorist fake cops arresting him. It's the actual police arresting him for killing too many terrorists. I understand that it was orchestrated by Chuck Norris for the end game of the movie, but it still makes no sense. He should have been given an award, not an arrest. Plus, I don't, th- I don't think he killed a single civilian in the process. I think he managed to somehow like create a barrier to protect everybody that wasn't, you know, evil. It's just the kind of guy Chuck is. Number two, Reporter Girl is a character in this movie because no reason at all. She isn't relevant to the plot and never reports anything in relation to Chuck Norris or his terrorist killing ways. You don't even learn her name at any point in this movie. Yeah, they give the impression she's supposed to be the love interest, but then nothing happens. She just kind of drops out of the film. She just drops into the film at random yeah. points, too. Like, it's like, oh, you again. Um, well, all right. She's just there to call Chuck Norris cowboy. 
basically. It was like a callback to Walker, Texas Ranger. and Even though this was before Walker, Texas Ranger. It was a precursor <laughs> to Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> and for me, number one, why are the Russians doing what they're doing? What is their endgame? There is no real rhyme or reason to their antics other than seemingly to draw out Chuck Norris to murder them all. Like, like Paul said, they just go around blowing up random neighborhoods and trying to explode school buses and attacking malls. And, like, there's no actual plot. There's no plan. There's no goal for them. It's just blow shit up. And are they trying to take over the U.S.? Are they just trying to cause chaos? They don't even tell us that. But again, I think if this movie had a plot, it would downgrade itself. Yeah, it was basically suicide by cop, except, like, in the most badass way, because they're, like, drawing Chuck Norris out to kill him. So we didn't mention it very much, but I think we should give this movie a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. Paul, I'll let you get us started this time. All right. Didn't you bastards ever hear the First Amendment? God, I'm sick of frogs. You owe me for saving your ass in South America. One night... You're going to close your eyes, and when they open, I'll be there. If you come back in here, I'm going to hit you with so many rights, you'll be begging me for a left. For every one I stop, 100 succeed. It's time to die. See you in hell. And that ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to tell us, please leave it in the comments below. It's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 2 out of 10. I gave it a 3 out of 10. So, Although not a perfect movie, Invasion USA feels right at home here in March, with Chuck Norris killing terrorists left and right, and overflow it's overflowing with manliness. There are explosions and gunfights and more explosions. Chuck Norris just randomly appears at sites where the terrorists are performing their schemes and demolishes them. There is no plot. The villains have no true plan, and it makes the movie all the more fun in the end. Mindless action at its best. Like, if somebody took a Tom Clancy novel and removed all the meaningful dialogue and dropped Chuck Norris in the role of Jack Ryan, definitely worth a watch. And rewatches for years to come. Invasion USA is about as typical an action film as one would expect. There's a ton of fighting with very little provocation, lots of explosions, and an incredibly weak plot that serves as a very thinly veiled excuse for all the aforementioned elements. Everything about this movie is over the top, but what makes it great, this movie great is the fact that Chuck Norris is the protagonist. As, the hardcore, as hardcore as the Russian invaders may have been, none of them could, could hold a candle to, to his unrivaled badassery. He could kill a man just by glaring at him, and somehow manages to appear whenever there's a thug or a hooligan in need of a well-deserved ass-kicking. Invasion USA is a non-stop action thriller, all thanks to one man, and that man's name is Chuck Norris. I think it's time we gave our friends ways to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give you some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time someone speaks a language other than English, take a drink. Number two, every time Rostov shoots someone in the dick, take a drink. Number three, whenever Hunter or Rostov mention each other, take a drink. Number four, any time Chuck Norris gives a one-liner, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's Men Are Rigid Chiseled Herculean's Month, every time there's a fight, mano a mano, take a drink.
Every time you see an armadillo, take a drink. Every time Chuck Norris manages to teleport just in time to stop the bad guys, take a drink. Every time the reporter calls Chuck cowboy, take a drink. And every time someone uses a grenade in any fashion, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com. We have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. And we've come to the end of week four here at March. Men are rigid, chiseled Herculeans. So this month we've been ranking the films a little differently, not by the film, but by the badass of the film. For me, in the number four spot, sadly, Rocky from Rocky. He's just, he's just a man. He goes the distance, but he's too soft. I don't, I don't think he's made for killing. Number three, the movie Conquest's character, Mace. I mean, he's got magical, mystical arrow powers, and he fights dog beasts with bone nunchucks for a living. Like, kills them to live. Number two, Machete from Machete. He's badass. He's good with a blade. He takes out a lot, of, a lot of people. But number one, Invasion USA's Matt Hunter, played by none other than Chuck Norris. He doesn't need a weapon. He is the weapon. He destroys the entire Russian invasion single-handedly. I mean, even Machete needed help. All right, number four, Mace. Yeah, he had some badass, you know, displays of manliness, but really he couldn't do much against the Wookiees that were attacking until he got the light arrows from his dead boyfriend. Number three, Rocky. I mean, anybody who can go 15 rounds against Apollo Creed is a badass in my book. However, number two was Machete. I mean... The guy just kills nonstop and actually managed to win a boxing match while holding a burrito and not throwing a single punch. However, even Machete is no match for the legend himself, Chuck Norris. You know, this is one of those weird months. We have five Fridays, Paul. But, you know, where do you go after you've seen Chuck Norris for Manly Month? How can we possibly go up from there? Well, I guess we can always go up into space. Ah. So next week, we'll be checking out the 1989 film Arena, where a man from Earth competes in an intergalactic fighting tournament against the toughest aliens in the universe. It's sure to be badass. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. (laughs) 